Hello, welcome to Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church podcast, Faith in the Word. Here, Pastor Cecil Holloway is bringing you all the spiritual teachings within God's Word. We hope you enjoy. Please share with a friend. And like always, God bless you. But uh, start on this, uh, it's going to be a two-parter here. And the title of this message is The Battle on Logic, Illogical Logic of the New Normal. The battle on logic, illogical logic of the new normal. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. And it reads, Hear, ye children, the instructions of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thy heart retain my word, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. So here in Proverbs chapter 4, let's go back to uh, verse 1. He says, hear ye children the instruction of a father. Hear ye children. The instruction of a father. Now, why is he saying that? Is because fathers deal with logic. Okay, mothers deal with <clears throat> excuse me, deal with emotion. Now, each one in his rightful perspective is very beneficial, but when it comes to the instruction of a father, it is based on logic. All right? So now we live in, in a time that there is a battle on logic where we now produce an illogical logic, which is now it's called the new normal. That people are receiving instructions or they are they are uh, living their lives on lives on illogical logic which is the new normal here in America for the last 50 years I would say 50 years of male bashing as a man and from media and movies, the depiction of a man 
is either stupid or gay. Right? And this has been the enemy's way of manifesting this illogical logic that people have as a new, as a new normal. Okay? Because logic, God has placed logic in a man. All right? And as we read here in Proverbs, it says to, to give instruction. The fathers are supposed to give instruction to the children. The father is supposed to give logic to the children, to the male seed and the female seed. All right? Mothers were, are, were never designed by God to be the primary instruction giver. Why is that? Because mothers will give instruction out of emotion and out of feeling. Okay? So fathers were designed by God to give logic, logical thinking. Fathers were supposed to give instruction to their children to don't feel, but to think. All right? To think, not feel, but to think. Now, let me give you some definition of the word of logic and illogical. Logic means deductive reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. Deductive reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. That's logic. Illogical is lacking sense or clear or sound reasoning. Illogical. Lacking sense or clear or sound reasoning. So now there is a battle now of logic. When it comes to the word of God and the things of God, God, everything is based on logic. Scripture says, if you bring in the tithes and offerings into his storehouse, he will open up and there'll be resources in the house. He will open up the window of heaven and pour out a blessing and blessing. If I bring in my tithes and offerings in faith, God will bless me. It has nothing to do with feeling. It has to do with logic. Okay? So, logic is not important in the spirit because spiritual things defy logic. Okay? Logic is not important in the spirit. You cannot use your natural logic to understand, understand things in the spirit because in the spirit, 
It is spiritual logic, which is faith. And so if you try to use your natural understanding or your natural logic in the spirit, uh, spiritual things will defy your natural logic. Okay? But, I say but, but logic is for victory, not in the spirit, but in the natural. All right? What? What have churches for years has missed it? People get born again and they come into the body of Christ and come into a church, whatever. We, we have a tendency to just want to teach all spiritual, 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 spiritual. And don't want to deal with logic, natural logic. It's all just spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. But there is spiritual and there's also natural logic. Because the Apostle Paul says in the New Testament, he says, I pray in the spirit and I pray in the understanding. Pray in the spirit, that's spiritual. Pray in the understanding, that's natural. Okay? So, there has to be a balance. Okay? There has to be a balance with our spiritual understanding and our natural understanding. The balance that we get with our spiritual understanding is called faith. The balance that we get when it comes to our natural understanding is logic. Okay? If you are all spiritual and has no natural logic, a person who is natural logic is smarter than you. I'll say it again. If you all spiritual and no natural logic, then a person who has strong natural logic is smarter than you. Like, what are you talking about, Pastor? Jesus said it this way. He said, the children of the world are wiser than the children of the light. Because we have a tendency to just look at everything all spiritual, spiritual, and not looking at natural life. All right? So, you, according to Proverbs, what we just read, the fathers give the instruction, give the natural logic. The fathers, the fathers is a covering to give natural logic. That's why we see a lot of our young females walking around all tattooed up, exposing their buttocks, their breasts, and all that because there's no, they have no fathers over them to give them not natural logic. Girl, you want to do all that. Put your clothes on. But we have had mothers. Now, look, look, this is not, this is not female bashing. This is, this is the real deal. For the last 50 or 60 years, 
who has been running the black family? Mothers. And why are the children acting the way they are? Because mothers have not been given logic. Mothers been given feelings. So that's why we got our girls running around looking like hoes. We got our boys all gay. Why? Because the mothers been running the family. And because the fathers give the logic. Girl, you're not leaving this house dressed the way you are. Why does that father give that? Well, no, he daddy got no, he, we, we know males. We know that males are motivated and stimulated by what they see. See, you, 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 you women are motivated by feeling, you know, it's like, you know, you, 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 see, y'all not motivated by logic. You, you motivated by what he says to you. What he says to your ears—that's what the devil did to your ears. And by speaking into your ear, her emotion. I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, that's why you know, you know, you got all these. Different babies by different daddies because all those different daddies spoke in your ear. And logically, that doesn't make sense. If that one crumb bun wasn't right, why did you go to the second one? Because they're going to work with us. It's life changing. This is life changing. How we got in this situation? Because we had no fathers to give instruction, and the fathers that we did have, who was given instruction, the mothers muzzled that mouth. What was Mama doing? So when that happened, when that occurred. That's why we got our females who are either Uchi mamas or lesbos. And we got our males who are effeminate. Y'all gonna work with me? This is a battle of logic. Illogical logic is the new normal. It's the new normal. It's good. Oh. You know, you know, you had a little, you know, a little gay babe, a gay kid, your, your, your nephew, whatever. And what mama would say, oh, some female would say, oh, leave him alone. Where logic would say, man, get your butt out there. We're going to whoop your butt. What are, you, what are you acting like a girl for? To leave him alone. You got too much masculine toxicity. You're right. Nah, you better get on out here and play with us. You play some football or whatever. Get that, get that little sugar out of you. But mama, what mama said, leave Bobby alone. 
me, he just different. Different, all right. Go to Matthew 4. Then, uh, when Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. And he answered. Now, no, no, go back to verse 3. Here he said, If thou be the Son of God, illogical, illogical logic here. Because he knew he was the Son of God. But look at it. If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Verse 4. And he answered and said, It is written. Now, here's logic. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Verse 5. Then the devil taking him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle, the top of the temple. Verse 6. And said unto him, If thou be the son of the God, illogical, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, Logic, it is written again, that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, the devil taketh him up into exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdom of the world and the glory of them and said unto him of all these things would I give thee if thou will fall down and worship me illogical that's it it's logic then Jesus said unto him get thee head Satan for it is written Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only thou shalt serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Angels came and ministered unto him. So even Jesus went through the battle of logic, of illogical logic from the enemy. Because Satan, as I taught you before from the word of God, Satan is not masculine. He's feminine. And everything that he tried to tempt Jesus was with, it was all emotion. Satan is not masculine. That is what's happening now in our time. In our time period now. People are hating the masculine God. The masculine voice. I don't want to do that. So that's why in our community, 
the devil has deceived us. And that's why we have said to you, Amen. I don't need no man. And that's what you say. I do not want a masculine voice. I do not want logic. I want to become an illogical, logical thinker. And that's feeling, that's emotion. So now everybody hates masculine voice. And in our community, in the black community, the devil has been successful and has been so strategic at this that in our community, he has destroyed the black man's voice. Nobody don't want to hear, hear from a black man. No, let me rephrase it. Nobody don't want to hear from a masculine black man who's going to give you logic. Come on, ladies. Come on, people. You know, you, come on, let's be honest. You know how you have resisted against masculinity, boy. You know, your husband or your daddy would have said something that was logical. Nah, man. I don't see it. Here. I think, or I feel, we should do it this way, and not realizing that the the devil ran a game on us, and that's why we are manifesting the children the way they are. Because God said the Father gives instruction. So where now? We are into the, we are at a point now in our black family that we hate masculine voices. We repel a masculine voice. So we want a feminine voice. Why do you think that in our community, we are uh, females are more, uh, accepting of gay folks and not realizing they want your man. They want the masculine voice. The enemy has deceived us. So we will accept a gay man and repel a masculine voice who's giving you logic, who's giving you instruction, who's saying, okay, we can't afford to do that right now. But, you know, we can do it, but you know, we save our money, but we can do all this. Nah, maybe I want to do it now. You know? And see, and when you get into that area, then witchcraft starts setting in. You know, especially if you're married, start with that. And then if I can't hit my way, then uh, so go sleep on the couch. Witchcraft, the devil, the devil is your illogical, logical master. Because the word of God, you know what the word of God says? The word of God says, you 
only time you should refrain from sex in the marital relationship if you are in agreement with prayer and fasting. So if you have ever put your husband apart away and not given him what he need because you couldn't have your way, Satan is your daddy. That's witchcraft. That is the illogical, logical thinking. Or if you say, you got a headache. I, I, I got a headache. Well, if you got a headache, you better lay hands on yourself and get healed. Oh, Young people, we trying to I'm trying to teach you all this stuff so you would know what to look for so you don't fall into this trap. Like we got we got bamboozled. Straight up. We 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 dropped the ball because we was deceived. We weren't getting no word. Because all the preachers that we had were effeminized. And they was preaching all those feel-good emotional preaching. And you see the pastor be at the church and say, hi, hi, sister, so-and-so. Hi, baby. I can't stand here no preacher. Come on. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. They were, they, 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 they were feminine. They were feminine. This is where the deception has come in. But we don't understand the difference between masculinity Feminine. Back in the day, in our time of baby boomers, we had the pimps. All right? All those pimps were not masculine. They were all feminine. They had the, the long J. Cal, and they had the high platform shoes, and Walking around, hey, baby, you know, all that. The female pimps were the masculine. Because she knew what it took to make that money. But all the all the all the male pimps were feminine. We was bamboozled. So we're trying to help you young people. Okay, Y'all don't carry on this curse. Because in a myrtle relationship, God in his order, masculine voice need to be heard. Look at it, look at it in the uh, animal kingdom. I seen the same one time on uh, National Geographic. And they were showing in the lion kingdom. The mama lion had all her little cubs. I think about four or five of them. And they were just jumping all around, jumping all over mama. And mama was like, meow, meow. And they were just jumping all around and everything. And then when daddy came up, <laughs> all the little cubs got that. And you know that in your own natural family. Mama, you tell the kids, y'all need to quit playing out there. I 
y'all need to stop it. And they just keep going in. And as soon as that is, hey, y'all didn't knock it off. Everybody like, they get that. Masculine voice is the voice of God. It's God speaking. God has a masculine voice. God does not have a feminine voice. He has a masculine voice. So when he speaks, and I don't know of your relationship that you have with God, but I know when he starts speaking to me about certain things, it's like, I get down. I don't know, have you ever experienced that? But when God tells you something, you know, just like here recently, you know, my wife transitioned and I was going through all my bit of carnality and all my emotionalism. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, what are you doing? And it's like, I got down. It's like, that's the same way when I got saved I got born again and then I was going to kill myself and kill my two sons in my house and I'm in my apartment I locked up everything locked the door put the shades down everything and I would turn on the, the stove and the voice of God said I did not save you for you to take your life masculine voice. It gives you instruction. It brings about logic to your illogical, that was an illogical, logical thinking I was, I was going through a killing myself. That's illogical thinking. But when you have a logical voice come forth, it will cause you to get down. When you get down, when all those cubs heard their daddy roar, they got down in a state of prostrate worship. And in the, and, and in the state of prostrate worship, now you are in a position, you're ready to receive the blessing. Because illogical, logical thinking, you're not prostrating. You're not prostrating before God. You're standing up to God. And you're not in the right position to receive God. So a balance of the spirit and the word. The Holy Ghost keeps you spiritual and the word keeps you balanced. The Holy Ghost keeps you spiritual, but the word will keep you logical, will keep you balanced. If you truly worship God, if you truly worship God. So where do we get our logic from? We get our logic from the word of God. Where we get our spirituality from? We get it from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will give us our spirituality. The word of God 
will give us our, give us our logic, will keep us balanced. Okay? So if you're truly worshiping God, the Holy Ghost will bring up the word every time. If you are worshiping God and you're not hearing the word, you're not bound. Because if we're truly worshiping God, spiritually, that the word will give us natural God. If you study the word, the word will lead you to the spirit. So the mind is a gift given by God to reason like God. So our mind was given to us by God to reason like God. It says over in the book of Isaiah, let us come, let us come and reason together. God wants us to come to him logic to logic. Not illogical logic to logic. God doesn't respond to emotion. Now, when we when we respond to God, it will it can affect our emotion. But in relating to God, God does not so we cannot come to God with emotions. Because in the realm of the spirit, emotions are illogical. So we have to come to God by logic, or what we call in the realm of the spirit, by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen or not felt, or emotion. So we cannot just come to God wholeheartedly by emotion. You have to come to God by logic. So the mind is a gift given by God to reason like God. The mind is natural protection for the natural. That's why you have to get your mind renewed. You have to get your mind renewed what? Get your mind renewed with logic. Religion will renew your mind with emotion. That's why we as a black church, we have for years has been called an emotional church. Because, you know, you know, we, we get our praise on, we get our singing and all that. And all that we hear and get, we don't hear any logic. It's all emotion. So uh, you'll hear people say stuff like, oh, I just love that one song. It just, it just gets me through the day. When they say that, what is it? 
is illogical. Logic of the ages is emotion. So what did Jesus say to Satan? Man, do not live by bread alone, but every but the seed of the Lord So what should get you through the day? Not the song that my grandma sung 50 years ago on the mourner's bitch. That's emotion. That's feeling. God ain't responding to that. God don't care what your favorite song is. The scripture says the angels only respond to the word of God. So, I mean, that might be your favorite song. That's all nice and dandy and all. But uh, when he talk about relating with God, you don't care what your favorite song is. Because your favorite song was brought out through emotion. So, to God, it's illogical. <laughs> Ask me by who can it be with Ask me by what? That's not logical. The words, he ain't gonna pass us by. The word says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So if I'm never gonna leave, I ain't gonna pass you by. Where you get that message? Do some effeminized preaching that wanted to make you feel good, which is illogical, logical thinking. So you need to know something about faith, the word of God, that not he passed me by. No, Jesus said, I'll never leave you. Know. And that's what the Lord spoke to me when I was going through my fit of carnality. When I lost my wife, he spoke masculine voice, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I sent my daughter a little emoji when they was a, of this little dog. And he was, that's where I got all that revelation. And she was touching him. She was touching the dog. <laughs> that's what we need to do. We need to prostrate ourselves. Lord, I miss you. I miss you, Lord. I miss you. Oh, good God. But the mind is natural protection. Satan conditioning to get you to yield to him, he had to, he had to destroy logic. The mind is designed to figure out stuff to draw a logical conclusion. Satan knew if I can attack the way your mind works, I can program you to stay away from God. I can attack the way your mind works. I can program you to stay away from God. So how does he do this? He, he attacks your ability to reason. Sin is conditioning you to agree with Satan. The believer don't know the power of agreement that they have. 
The devil does. So that's why he has to condition us to get us to come in agreement with him to manifest his wickedness. And how he does that, he attacks how you think. And if you think emotionally instead of logically, in a lot of situations and cases, you're coming in agreement. He can now he now he can manifest. See, that's what the devil did in the black community. He attacked the black female and her thinking. Where I don't need a man. And what happened in our black community, it really wasn't, it, 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 she really didn't believe that. She always knew she needed a man, but what she did, she replaced her black man with the government. The government became her man. So the devil attacked our mind and said, you don't need a black man. You need a man, but you don't need a black man. So that's why they replace it with the government. And the government, which is not masculine, because if the government wasn't masculine, the gov why didn't the government say, why did the government Tell our black females, if you want resources from me, you got to get rid of your man. That was not logical thinking. So if the government was was masculine, the government would have said, "Well, no, no, this is what I this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna help your man to take care of his woman." his wife and his children because that is the logical thing. It comes from God. But she fell into the illogical, logical thinking. And that's how the, the door was open. The agreement came in for the enemy to destroy our family for generations. Are y'all still here? So Satan knew if I can attack the way your mind works, I can program you to stay away from God. And look at it now. At one point, back in the day, women were in the church. They were seeking God. Now you talk to this younger generation. It's not only the male, the young black female, they don't want nothing to do with God. They don't want nothing to do with God. How that happens? Because the devil has programmed their mind, which caused them now to stay away from God. Because I program your mind that masculinity is not good, and God is a masculine God. So if I'm going to stay away from my black man, 
And women didn't realize why you saying you stand away from your black man, you saying the same thing to your black sons. So that's why you effeminize your sons. You gave them everything. You coddled them. Because you what? I don't want them to be masculine. Because masculine gives instruction. And that's how the devil ran the game. So now we're living in a generation now, not only males don't want God, females don't even want God. And why is it they don't want God? Because they got rights, they got, they got degrees, they got money, they got, and no man can tell me what to do. No man can tell me what to do, even God can't give me So now they have changed God as an effeminate God. Why did this Methodist church? So illogical clashes with the truth. So when you're so when you thinking illogical, emotional, not logic, it will clash with the truth, which is the word of God. Then it becomes a stronghold. And I don't care how much truth is presented to you, you got a stronghold. It's going to repel. The word of God says, forsake not the assembly of yourself. It's such as that. Why is that? Because here is our source. Here's our spiritual source through the word, through our fellowship and everything. And so why is it that I still have to keep saying, don't forsake the assembly of ourselves? Why is it nobody comes for prayer? Very few comes on Thursday night, in and out on Sunday. Why? What's going on? Illogically, logically thinking, you don't consider this your son. You consider something else, whether it's a job or whatever you got to do for kids or whatever. You don't consider this your son. Because if this was your source, you would stay plugged in. Give an example. You have a tablet. You got a phone. You got a phone. You got a phone. From this phone, you receive all kind of blessings. Whether it's text, calling someone, Googling, tweeting, whatever, all of that. You people talking, seeing pictures of folks on a cruise in Bahamas. It's, 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 it's your blessing. All right? But your phone starts going down. So it needs to be recharged. So you have a charger. You got a charger? You have a charger. All right? 
if you stick the charger in the phone, is the charger the source? Yes or no, I don't know, or whatever. Is the charger the source? No. What's the source? The outlet. Is the outlet the source? Only if you pay the LGE bill. Only if you give your child. If you give your child, you pay your LGE bill, then we have source power. You can plug into the source and it can recharge your phone. But if you don't have the source, because they didn't pay the LG&E bill, you can't plug in for power. Now, look at this. You, you, you are, you're on the road somewhere and your phone is dying. And you know, hey, I got you, I got you. I gotta find the source, I gotta find the power. So you come by Eli's house and you go into his house and you say, hey, Eli, how you doing? And in Eli's house, he don't have no furniture. He don't have no nothing. He got an empty house, but he paid his LG&E bill. So he has an outlet which can release a source of power for your phone. He said, hey, you like to use the outlet? Yeah, he said, sure, no problem. And you plug it in. And now you get power to your phone. It is charging up. So now while you're waiting for it to be charged, you're in Eli's house and you say, hey, I ain't got no furniture. You ain't got no chair. That's okay. Did you let me use your source. I'm going to buy you a furniture. I'm going to clean the church for you. I'm going to come out for prayer. Because since you let me use your, your source, because I'm getting my phone charged up with my blessing, so now I'm going to bless you. Why am I blessing you? Because you let me have the source. And I'm only there for the source. I don't care if he ain't got no furniture or whatever. I don't care because sister so-and-so over there looked at me nasty. Well, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm here for the source. For the power. So once I get plugged in and my phone get charged back up, to show my gratitude for the source. I'm going to be here Wednesday night. I'm going to be here Thursday. Whatever's going on Saturday. Because I have a gratitude 
itself. Because without the source, without the source, I can accumulate you. So I plug into the source, into God, who charged me up for my blessing. And I return my gratitude to the source of what it really Now it becomes my reasonable, my logical service. Because I know he's my source. And since I know that he's my source, whatever I need to do to keep the source, hey, I appreciate, you know, you, 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 you know, give me a job, whatever, but my God is my source. So I can't work on Thursdays. I'm sorry. I can't work on Sundays. If I don't stand boldly and say that, then he's not my son. What you are plugged into is your sword. So since I know he's my source, I just can't do it. No, it's not a head yet. I want to do it. You can make this extra eye. What are they saying? They're trying to say. I'm sorry. I ain't working on no Thursday. I ain't working on Wednesday. I can't work on Wednesday because we got prayer. That'd be it. That'd be prayer. I ain't working on Sunday. Definitely ain't working on Sunday. Because, you know, when we say, oh, yeah. The Lord is my savior, that he's my son. Is, is he really? So he attacks your ability to reason. Sin is conditioning you to, to agree with Satan. Illogical clash with the truth becomes a stronghold. If you don't ingest the word constantly, you won't think like God. Last scripture, and I'll wrap this up. Psalm 1. Sugar, he didn't want me bring this word. Look at Psalms 1, verse 1 to 6. Bless is the man. That word blessed means to be empowered, to prosper, to favor, to be envy of. Don't freak out because you're serving God and people are envy of you. Don't let that, don't get into no illogical, logical thinking. That is what's supposed to happen. They're supposed to envy you. So don't get into it. Oh. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
That's illogical. Blessed man who walk not in the counsel of illogical thinking, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the word. It's in the law of the Lord. And in his word does he meditate day and night. So by doing that, meditating the word, staying hooked up to the soil, he shall be like a tree planted by the river of water. What does that mean? You will always have a constant battery charging system. Your phone will never go down. Why do some Christian phones go down? They have disconnected themselves from the source and connected to another source. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Why is that? They're not plugged into our source. They, they plugged up into another source where it appears that they are prospering. It appears that they're doing good. And but because the average Christian have a illogical, logical way of thinking, they think that the world is a better source than God. So that's why we see Christians plug into the world source, miss church, miss prayer, miss all that, because now that's their source. And they will come back with excuses why they not plugged up into God. Well, you know, I just, you know. <laughs> I remember years ago in our ministry in Nicholsville, we had this one couple there. And uh, the mail used to say to me all that, well, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't come to church all the time on Sunday because I got to spend time with my family. No. No. You got seven days a week. And you got six days you can spend time with your family. But on church day is the only time you got to spend. I got these Christians coming all this stuff. Well, I got to spend time. Well, I, I got to do this. I got to, I got, I got to pay my LG and E, but I can't be spending time in church all that time. I got to do all that. What's happening? They are plugged into another source. So when their leaves start withering and they're not prospering, then if they don't hear masculine voice to cause them to prostrate, then they'll start bad-mouthing. God in the church. You ain't got to do all that. What kind of Christians are those who, who say stuff like, you ain't got to, they plug into another soul. But the ungodly not so. But I like the chaff when the wind driveth away. This is the ungodly. This is the world. This is what's going on. 
this is what's going to happen to the world, and this is what's going to happen to you if you plug into the world's heart. This is going to happen. The ungodly not so, but are like the chaff with the wind driveth away. Therefore, an ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the ungodly, look at this, oh, Jesus. Therefore, the ungodly should not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. They ain't going to hang out with you. But you plug into their source. That's why you ain't hanging out with us. Because look, you're ungodly. You're a sinner. Even though the word of God says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but you plugged into the wrong side. Now you got logical, illogical, logical thinking. That I'm a sinner. Amen. Nor the sinners in the congregation of the right. That's that's why your unbelieving believer relatives are not here. Why? Because they are illogically thinking. They plug into another source. That's why they don't want to come. They they don't come around. You know. When we had a little family meeting, they all, you can see all the little sinners gather over there and get their little, get their little drink on and their little smoke. And all of them said that Jesus was their Lord and Savior. But they get their little drink on and they, that's why they're not hanging with you. Because they're not plugged in into the same soil that you're plugged into. Or the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. But the ungodly, when you plug into the world uh, source, the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. When we plug into God's source, source he knows our way. He knows we're going to miss it sometimes. We're going to do things unintentional. God knows it, and that's why he has forgiveness. Grace and mercy. He knows. But look at this. But the way of the ungodly. Hey, I'd rather stay plugged up into God. But he knows. He knows how I am. He knows I'll miss it. I might have a little fit of carnality. I might, you know, whatever. But he knows when he speaks that masculine voice. I can prostrate before him. And now my daddy can take care of me. He can give me instruction. Hallelujah. Did y'all get anything out of this, teacher? Believe it or not, I got a part two to this next week. <laughs> The battle of logic, illogical logic, which is trying to become the new norm. Thank you, Lord.
masculine voice. I remember this one here when we got up age and she started dating. She dated this little football player out of Boyle County. I, I told her, I said, I said, bring, bring him, bring him to the house. Bring him to the house. And she like, okay, okay. I sat that brother down. I talked to him. I said, let me tell you something. You know, you play football, you got all kinds of trophies, scholarship trophies. You don't want anybody messing with trophies, breaking, keeping this useless. I said, let me tell you something. This one here, this is my trophy. You better not put your hand on it. There better not be no hand marks on my trophy. There better not be, my, this trophy better not fall down and break. And none of that. And then he told her, I don't think we can be friends no more. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. So that, that masculine. Because if he was straight, he would receive it. Now, that one back there, same situation with Brother Darion. Not the same wording, but like that, okay. And he received it. He said, yes, sir, whatever I need to do. Yes, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why is that? Because Darion has a father. That other guy, he ain't no father. Yes, yes, yes. Football player, yeah. And he, he, he didn't have a father. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let me tell you, this one here started doing that illogical, logical thinking. So that next one she got, she didn't bring it to her masculine voice. She did it herself. This is how it's not the same one. So you young people, we teach you, this is how you do this thing from the beginning. See, you won't have to go through all the stuff we went through. You can experience the blessing. Keep your phone hooked up to the set. In God, in the kingdom of God, masculine. You probably see a lot of girls and dudes the way the young guys the way they are, so they ain't got no masculine voice for them. If that one back there talking like she wanted to go out here with hip hooks, they don't have hip hooks. Hip hooks. <laughs> oh, exposing herself and all that. 
and I just let her go on out the house, whatever, and then some guy propositioned her or raped her, whatever. Let's see, let's see what's wrong with that. Well, I don't, I don't want to be her friend. I'm not designed to be her friend. Right. That's my whole role. Because your friend is not going to tell you the truth. So that's why I would tell her, not saying she does that, but that's why I think, no, you ain't going to have this looking like that. No. Because I know males. <laughs> so that's why we got a generation now. Females and males gone all while. But there's no masculine voice. There's no logic. When it comes to the logical voice to the male seed, we give in how we give instructions to the male seed by observation. You watch what I do, and you do what I do. That's how the father relates to the son. You watch what I do, and you do what I do. But if they are plugged into another source, then that's why you can't have it. God is massive. I said, bring all the tithes and offerings to the storehouse. He didn't say, God, did you feel like it? And he got it now. He said, bring all the tithes He told Moses, he told Moses to speak to the rock for the water to come out. Moses got emotional and hit the rock. You know what God said to him? He ain't going in the promised land. I mean, God used this brother to deliver them out of Egypt across the Red Sea, and because the masculine voice of God told him, speak to the rock. Don't hit it. Moses got emotional and hit the rock, but he got frustrated with those people. And God said, you're not going into the promise land. Joshua, you're going to take it. You cannot be more masculine voice than the father told Jesus. That's what, and if you look, if you look at the Garden of Gethsemane, the devil was trying to get Jesus into that illogical, logical thinking through emotions. And but look what Jesus said. Nevertheless, what my masculine voice said. So we all go through it. But we need to know what to do when that emotion is trying.
trying to stop the will of God. I need to go to mass. I need to go to mass. Don't tell me what I need to do. Amen? Let's stand up for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy God. Holy God. Thank you for your masculine. Speak to us. We will prostrate before you. The Lord is in his temple. The voice of God. His voice is roaring like a lion. That's why the word said that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Jesus. Jesus has a masculine. Things respond to the masculine. Why do you think the devil wants to shut it down? Things, people, situations respond to the masculine voice. That's why Jesus said in Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, he said, to speak to the mountain. Masculine voice will speak to them. To speak to the mountain. And it shall be removed. Things don't respond to a feminine voice. Mothers, y'all can y'all can contest that with the children. But your children don't respond. And if you tell daddy, and mothers who have a relationship like that, don't don't look at well, they only they only they only respond to their daddy. What's to happen? Why? Right, it's that masculine voice, and you are teaching them. How to respond to God. So that's the way it's supposed to happen. Kids, they, yeah, hear mama. Yeah, I hear your mama. They keep saying, I hear your mama. Yeah, I hear your mama. But when daddy comes, say, line up. That is what's supposed to happen. But the white feminist movement has gotten into our culture back in the 60s and taught our women that is not what's supposed to happen. You should speak and they should listen. Well, we believe them. We did it. Look at our results.
God is turning the hearts of the children back to the Father. And the heart of the Father the spirit of Elijah. He's returned his back. Before the coming of the Lord. So, get rid of illogical thinking. Set our hearts and our minds logical Father, we thank you, we praise you. We thank you for your word. Your word is a light unto our path. Your word shines into the areas of our darkness. And your word will come forth, causes us to arise and serve. Because of the light of the glorious light. We thank you, Lord. That we prostrate before the masculine voice of God. We will line up and we speak to you. We will come in alignment to your will when you speak to us. So we thank you, Lord. You are our God, you are our Father, you are our Pata, you are our sustainer, a source of our life. That's what your son Jesus meant when he said in the book of John, apart from me, you can do nothing. So we don't want to be apart from you. We want to stay plugged into the source. And then we will demonstrate our gratitude unto you. Because you are the source. Father, thank you for the ones that are in this ministry here today. The ones who are on their way, we call them from the north, the south, the east, the west. We give up the sons and daughters of Almighty God to come into this place to be great as children. And the ones that are part of this ministry, Lord, Lord, continue to bless them, heal them, prosper them, deliver them, and set them free. Place a hunger, a thirst of righteousness in their hearts, Lord. If you said you were those who are hungry for righteousness shall be filled. So we want to be filled up overflowing with righteousness so we can do great exploits in the world. We thank you for your hand that is upon us, Lord, for such a time as this. You have a plan, you have a purpose for us. And Father, we consider it an honor and a privilege to be in your end time mood, your end time time. So Father, we stay hooked up to you. We stay plugged into you because you are our source. And we will demonstrate gratitude unto you. So we thank you for that, Lord. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' majestic name. Amen, amen. Be a blessing, not a curse. Thanks for listening to Faith in the Word podcast. If the Word of God has been a blessing to you today and you want to give unto the ministry, please feel free. Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, 600 Bellwood Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40223. Or email Pastor Holloway directly 
at Cecil Holloway at yahoo.com with more options for electronic giving. Thanks for listening. Stay in faith and be blessed.